Welcome to another episode of the Hoop Talk Podcast by fans for fans. I'm Ryan. There's my guy, Jalen. What's up, everybody? This podcast is where we discuss all things basketball, so expect a lot of hot takes, debates, and a true display of basketball knowledge. Let's get right into it. Our topic today is our reaction to NBA's opening day and Christmas Day games. Just to look at some of the games. So first, on opening day, we have the Brooklyn Nets playing the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers playing the Los Angeles Clippers. And then on Christmas Day, there are five games. First, the New Orleans Pelicans play the Miami Heat. The Golden State Warriors play the Milwaukee Bucks. The Brooklyn Nets play the Boston Celtics. The Dallas Mavericks play the Los Angeles Lakers. And the Los Angeles Clippers play the Denver Nuggets. Dalen, who do you believe will win both of the opening day matchups? Well, I think it's important to kind of take into consideration the storylines for all of these. And that's what I'm going to try my best to do for all of these games, because I think that giving the viewers a, uh, a glimpse of what to expect leading up to the game is going to weigh a ton into what the outcome of the game is going to look like. So let's start with the Warriors versus the Nets. The return of KD. But it's not even the return. It's not even just the return of KD. It's the Warriors playing at Brooklyn. So the Warriors are going to be able to see KD in his new crib in Brooklyn with Kyrie as his follow-up partner. And I think that this is going to be really interesting because the Golden State Warriors are going to be in a position where they don't have the roster we were hoping to see them enter the season with missing out on Klay Thompson. But picking up Kelly Oubre in a, in a uh, mid-level exception trade um, with a trade kicker was a really good way to make up for the fact that they weren't going to have Klay Thompson for this year. Having Steph, Kelly, um, Andrew Wiggins, I think those guys are going to be really interesting to watch because we're going to have to see how they mold together at that one, two, and three spot. I think that this is going to be really interesting because of the fact that it also give us a chance to see how well KD looks in live action because we've seen similar to John Wall. We've seen all the workout videos. We've heard him say that he feels better than he's ever felt before. We've heard other players and other coaching staff speak on his behalf about being uh, healthy but seeing him live in action I mean come on Ryan this is our favorite player right here basically and we get to see him live on the court on day one so I'm gonna pick the Brooklyn Nets because I think that KD can come out firing and I think he's gonna show exactly why Brooklyn needs to be put back on the map and why they can be one of the top contenders in the Eastern Conference. So starting with that game, I'm going to say that I'm picking the Brooklyn Nets to beat the Warriors in game one of opening day. I absolutely agree with you. Yes, sir. I am waiting for this game, mainly because of the fact that I want to see if Brooklyn is as good as where I placed them and my power ranking. If you remember the power rankings episode, I believe that they were the best team in the league. I want them to show me opening night, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, under the bright lights, first game of the season. I want them to show me that they are ready to win the championship. And I think that this team is built for a championship. 
even without trading for James Harden, I believe that this team can still win the championship. I think that there's just a lot of talent from top to bottom, but it's not even just Kevin Durant. But also the fact that Kyrie Irving could be healthy for the first time in a while. I mean, he only played 20 games last year with Brooklyn, and he almost gave us that amazing moment against Minnesota where it almost looked like he pulled a he pulled a move from NBA Street Volume Two and just placed <laughs> it on the in the Barclays Center. But I'm excited to see the matchup between Kyrie Irving and Steph Curry. We've seen this matchup a couple of times before. I think this one's under different circumstances. I believe that these two are two of the best point guards in the NBA. Um, if you watched our episodes on the shooting guards on on the uh, point guards in the Eastern and Western conferences. I put Steph Curry and Kyrie Irving at number one. That's going to be huge for that game because I want to see how Kyrie Irving matches up with Steph Curry, considering that they were both um, injured for the most part of uh, last season. So I want to see how they are going to get back to form and see if maybe we could have a point guard showdown. Uh, maybe Steph Curry puts up 40 points in the Barclays Center. Um Maybe Kyrie Irving puts up a triple-double. Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe Kevin Durant just goes off in his first game. Maybe he put, maybe he scores 35 points, 15 rebounds, and 10 assists. Who knows? That's the exciting part. And I'm, as you can tell, I'm really excited about this, Jalen. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, it's a follow-up. We're talking about a battle of juggernauts between the Warriors and the Nets with KD coming back, the battle between uh, Kyrie and Stephen Curry. And I think they only build on that with the second game being the Battle of L.A. They keep the California theme going, but now they've got two of the better teams in that conference overall facing off of each other. Two teams that had a little bit of a slick beef last year have a little bit more extra beef with the fact that now Kawhi Leonard has his homie Sergi Baca from the Toronto Raptors on his squad, but Montrez Harrell has went, dare I say, to the dark side now. And it makes things extremely interesting because the Los Angeles Lakers are coming off of a championship with them with their heads held high and their fingers pointing directly at the Clippers, who were the ones calling them out for most of last season. Now they have their main enforcer from last year in Montrezl Harrell on their team. And then you throw on top of that, they're the guys with the gold right now. And I'm pretty sure with the way that LeBron James and Anthony Davis are feeling right now, both signing extensions for the Lakers um, moving forward, that they are 110% committed to trying to bring back another championship to this team to build off of what happened last year. I also think that the Clippers are going to use this as another measuring stick game for themselves because guess what? We saw the Clippers do really well against the Lakers last season. We saw this exact same scenario on opening night, and the Clippers gave it to them early. And our question all season was, can the Lakers actually hang with the Clippers and come Western Conference Finals time? There was one team that was ready and another team that was not even in sight. And that team that wasn't in sight is the Clippers. So they need to prove from prove to all of us on day one that they are who they said they were and that all those chemistry issues and locker room problems that they pinned on one another or pinned on certain um, players – that, who are, who, that are not in the locker room anymore or may not be in the locker room by the trade deadline. I think with Ty Lue at the helm, also former coach of LeBron James, have to factor that in as well. 
I think this is going to be a really interesting matchup between these two teams, and I have to say I don't like it, but I'm going to go with the Lakers to win this game because I think that you can't get your rings on opening night and not finish the day with a dub. So I got to pick LeBron and the Lakers to pull this one out. I also agree with you on this one because I think that the Lakers fixed a lot of the issues that they had last year in terms of depth. They added a lot of help in terms of the guard position. Um, they got Dennis Schroeder. Um, they also got Marcus Saul as well to help with the center position because they also lost Dwight Howard. I think it's going to be huge to see what happens. Um, the big thing for the Clippers, though, I think would be Paul George. Um, I mentioned in the last episode, I don't think he is going to be a second option anymore. Given what we've we've seen from Paul George last year, I think that it's, ter- it's in terms of the mindset now. Um, is Paul George ready to play? Um, this year is different. Hopefully there's no more chemistry issues. He already explained that he wasn't happy with his role in the playoffs. I think that I'm going to give it one more season. So I think the biggest hope for this game, right, is that it has, it contains all the beef that we think it's going to have. Patrick Beverly was extremely upset when he saw that Montrez Harrell signed to the Los Angeles Lakers. I want to see that when they get on the court. Patrick Beverly and LeBron James have a little bit of mini beef of their own because of the fact that they've been chomping at the bits since early last season. I need to see that. Kawhi Leonard was a guy who literally had a commercial that had him with a key ring that showed a crown on it flexing that he was the new king of LA and he so far has not proven that I want to see that he believes and plays like the guy he claims to be a guy like Paul George is a guy who blamed a lot of last season on circumstances well guess what everybody is reset to zero now zero zeros beginning of the season Everything is going according to plan as of right now. So there's no excuses, no right, no ways around it. It's you versus them. And you have to come out and show us something big. Even if you don't win the game, I need to come out of this opening day game knowing that this rivalry actually exists. So I'm for the beef, Ryan. I'm for it, and I hope that we get to see it. So let's talk about some of these Christmas Day matchups. I have to look at one instantly. One instantly stands out to me. The Nets and the Celtics. This is going to be Kyrie Irving's return to Boston. I think that, you know, given what we saw in – Given what we saw, what happened with Boston, I think that they significantly improved as a team, and I think the chemistry significantly improved as well. Jalen, do you agree that the Nets and Warriors? Or sorry, do you agree that the Nets and Celtics are the most anticipated Christmas Day matchup? So I have to say no, actually. I really like this game, and I find it really interesting that not only Kyrie is returning, but once upon a time, Danny Ainge assigned guys like Mark Wahlberg and Tom Brady to help in recruiting Kevin Durant once upon a time. And now he's in Brooklyn, and he's with Kyrie, who the, who the Boston Celtics once had. But 
but there's a game on the docket that just stands out to me a little bit more, and it's got the Clippers in it again. They're going up against the Denver Nuggets, and the last time we saw them, the Clippers were getting sent home in seven games after blowing not one, not two, not three, four games against a Denver Nuggets team that really had no business beating them. No business beating them. And in the last three games of the series, they blew double-digit leads in every single game, proving that they were the superior team, but the less mentally tough based team in terms of being a team that was prepared to not only take a lead, but maintain said lead. And the Clippers, they're on the bad end of the bud joke right now in terms of the 3-1 leads. Once upon a time in 2016, it was the Warriors who were literally at the back end of the bud joke in terms of the Warriors blew a 3-1 lead. Now it's the Clippers' turn. And knowing that on Christmas Day, their present to themselves can be getting a little bit of their dignity back by taking out the Nuggets, hopefully coming off of a win against the Lakers on opening day, that would be a really good start to a two-game start to the season coming off a year where you didn't live up to the expectations that were thrusted upon you, but also kind of set by themselves. So although I have the Lakers winning the game against the Clippers, I think if the Clippers can win that game, go in confident, and then get a little bit more of their swagger back going up against the team that put them out of the playoffs last year in the Denver Nuggets, I think that would be really interesting to watch. Another thing to keep an eye out on is people know about Jamal Murray now. There's no more sleeping on Jamal Murray at the point guard position. Nikola Jokic has already been defined as one of the top centers in the league, if not number one in the league. And Michael Porter Jr. now is going to have an extensive role with the exit of Jeremy Grant. So we might actually see a really, really, really interesting game that's going to have a lot of fumes fired off off of the fact that we saw last postseason and it wasn't that long ago. So it's fresh in everyone's mind right now. I'm also glad you brought up that matchup because I'm actually intrigued as well. Um, I wanted to see how Michael Porter Jr. grows as a player from year from uh, last year to this year. I think that given what we saw last year, that was just a sample size of what he could become as a player. Um, and I think he's definitely the third option on this team, if you think about it, um, because of the way he stepped up when guys like um, Gary Harris were out, uh, Will Barton, guys like Gary Harris and Will Barton were out. Um, he was a guy that the Nuggets turned to to be a scoring option, and he stepped up in that role. I think I have the same issues with the Clippers, though, in terms of chemistry. Hopefully, against the Lakers, they fix some of the from some of those chemistry issues and they get the win. I also kind of hope that they fix those chemistry issues against the Nuggets, considering that this is the team that took them out of the playoffs. And I think that if they're able to fix some of these chemistry issues, if Paul George has a great game, if Kawhi Leonard has a great has a great game, I think that there's a chance that the Clippers could show early on that they're a Western Conference title favorite. Yeah, man, I think this is the big thing that's going to be a measuring stick is these first couple of days are going to give us a lot of contender matchups. The Nets versus Warriors, highly anticipated, could potentially 
potentially, who knows, be a 2021 finals matchup. The Lakers versus Clippers, potentially, who knows, could be a Western Conference Finals matchup. The Warriors versus Bucks, similar circumstances. Nets versus Celtics could be an Eastern Conference um, championship matchup between two teams. The Mavericks and Lakers is another one. Dare I say we could see in the in the second or or even the conference finals with the fact that the Mavericks have significantly improved by getting a guy like Josh Richardson in their, in their uh, program, as well as getting a guy in Josh Green in the draft. So I think the really great part about the way this, team, this, this league is starting their season is they're giving us all the games that you would want to see gangbustered out to tip things off. And that's one of the things that I'm really excited about going into this season because a lot of the matchups that we were excited about last season didn't seem as exciting. Um, the Nets and the Timberwolves on the first night gave us a great upset. I was not expecting Minnesota to beat Brooklyn in the first night, but I also wasn't expecting Kyrie to put up 50 points in that first game. So I'm kind of expecting to see something unexpected happen in, within the first two games. Definitely. And I'm, I think I want to flow, uh, flow all of this into a question uh, before we kind of like wrap things up, because I really have one really interesting question to ask you. And I'll answer it as well after I get your answer. But who do you think over the course of opening day and Christmas Day is going to have the best performance in the in their game? And on top of that, Give me a stat line. So I actually have two players. Um, okay. The first one is Kevin Durant, mainly because I, I really want to see him play again. Um, I think that the issue with Kevin Durant right now is just how is he going to return to that form that he was, uh, that he was in with Golden State. I think that Kevin Durant, I'm not really expecting much from him opening night, considering that he is coming back from a, a serious Achilles injury. Um, I do expect him to have a, a big game, though. So I think the stat line I'm going to say is 27 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists. Okay. My other player is Luka Doncic. A matchup okay. that we have not talked about is the Mavericks and the Lakers. Luka Doncic made some really nice plays in both of the matchups between the, the Mavericks and the Lakers. Um, he blocked LeBron twice in one game in his rookie year. He also hit a game-clinching step-back three against the Lakers last season. I'm expecting Luka Doncic to do something special Christmas Day against the Lakers, the defending champions. And I expect Luka Doncic to get triple-double. 30 points. 14 rebounds, 12 assists. Okay. Okay. I like that. And my player, I'm going to just pick one. I believe that's going to be Steph Curry. I think Steph Curry is going to come back gangbusters and remind everybody that he's a top player in the league. For the last year, similar to, Ky uh, to Kevin Durant, the discussions have always been who's the best player in the league. LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, Joel Embiid, James Harden. 
where's KD at? Where's Steph Curry at? Did they die? Did they fall off the face of the earth? I'm not really sure. I, I want somebody to tell me. I, I, but, but guess what? I think opening day, I think they're both going to let us know. I think in, in the first matchup of opening day, they both are going to both go off for 30-plus, both of them. And I think they're both going to warn the entire league that they were not gone too long and that they better get their short-term memory in check because these two guys are easily viable to be in the discussion for top, top player in the league right now. So transitioning to our question of the day for our fans, which player do you believe will have the biggest impact between opening day and Christmas? This has been a great episode today on the Hoop Talk podcast. Make sure when you subscribe to us on Apple, you rate our podcast five stars and subscribe to us wherever you get our podcast. We'll see you guys next episode. Peace.